0: Hunting, fishing, and all things outdoors. It's not just a hobby, it's a lifestyle. Welcome to the Green Top Outdoors Podcast
1: with your host, Hunter Brooks. Welcome back to the Green Top Outdoors Podcast. I've got Will Doss and Deborah Smith from the Green Top Shooting Range with me today. And we're going to talk about some stuff going on at the shooting range, but more importantly, we're going to talk about shooting in general. A lot of female shooters in the industry right now, which is tremendous but first I want to get you guys to uh, introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about you Deborah ladies first
2: oh thank you um, my name is Deborah Smith I'm the training services coordinator at Green Top Shooting range one of the newer employees I came along when the range opened just been grown with the company
1: and will I've known you a little bit longer than Deborah but you've been with the company a little bit longer
0: yeah sure enough Hunter. you and I've known each other for quite some time from uh, business dealings way in the past uh, yep. as I was a customer and uh I came on with Greentop back in November of 2017 worked here at the store for a while and was very fortunate to land a position of general manager up at the range back when we opened in uh, November of 2019
1: well we're lucky to have both of you because the range is something that Greentop as a company has has always wanted and it's a different sort of business than just the retail store it's a little more dynamic I think I mean what you guys have to deal with day in and day out, not just uh, but just from a maintenance standpoint or just from a customer standpoint, courses, classes, all kinds of stuff. What we'll need to get into first, let's talk about the ladies. Let's talk about the female shooters because obviously we've we've seen a crazy number of new shooters in the industry right now. Over eight million new gun owners in America. Talked about that a little bit on the uh, first podcast we had, and the amount of training. And discipline and safety that is involved in trying to get that to new shooters is tough. It's difficult because I know y'all have a very very packed schedule, but but we offer a lot of classes up there. Let's talk first about the female shooters.
2: Oh, absolutely! You know, shooting is no longer a man's world. The women are joining and joining in droves. Uh, we offer a lot of ladies-only classes, which are the first classes on our schedule, training schedule that sells out. But our co classes, almost every single one is at least 50% women
1: wow, taking
2: those classes.
1: What I'm curious to know is, I guess, are most of those new shooters, these are brand, I mean, new gun owners generally, or these are just return customers or people that have been doing it for a long time or...
2: You know, it's kind of a mix. We do have an awful lot of new shooters. The state of the world, a lot of people are very worried about losing their rights. They're worried about their safety. So we do have a lot of new shooters, but we do have a lot of uh, women who are coming back and using the range and joining and becoming members because they want to train, they want to hone their skills.
1: So other than honing skills, do you think you see more women doing this recreational because they just enjoy it? Is it uh, stress relief or just something they enjoy doing? overall or
2: oh absolutely absolutely shooting is a lot of fun I mean yeah. it's great to get that little hole right in the bullseye
1: that's right
0: i see a lot of people in general not just women they come for the self-protection aspect of it and then they leave with a sense of feeling wow this is a good time this is fun i can do this recreationally as well yeah so you get a lot of that you know grassroots starting off with hey i want to buy a gun learn how to use it to protect myself and my family and then it develops into recreational shooting.
1: Right. How long, I guess, do you think this trend, this of the the new, uh, I guess, the increase in female shooters has been going on? Has it been the last 10 years or last 20 years? What have you, I mean, what have you seen?
0: You know, I saw a stat the other day, Hunter, that uh, said 10 years ago, the number of women who owned guns in America was 13%. And it's estimated now that about 25% of all females own a gun. Wow. So that that's a big trend. And then 40% of the new gun owners that you spoke of earlier are female.
1: Obviously, you know, with what happened in 2020, a lot of uncertainty out there from a lot of people. Doesn't matter if you were a, a Republican or a Democrat, there was a lot of crazy stuff going on in the country and there was a lot of scared people. And I think that, you know, obviously anybody wants to sleep better at night, whether it's just buying a firearm to keep that in their house is one thing. But to be able to train, to get trained and learn how to properly use that firearm, that's one of the most important accessories I feel like you can sell somebody. And that's in a, in a course. The education period, I think, is the most important aspect of, of owning a firearm.
0: It is. And I, and I feel that women tend to more gravitate toward that. I think men can somewhat be a little hard headed. No. Uh, <laughs> You know, I grew up with guns type thing. You know, my dad taught me to shoot. Right. I was the exact same way. Just because I could shoot doesn't mean that I could shoot. Right. And I could shoot effectively. Exactly. Um, So, and I think that's where we stand with that. You know, myself, I've actually committed to take a bunch of classes this year to hone my skills because it's, it's perishable. Yep. It really is. If you don't use it, you lose it.
2: Yeah, I have found when I started teaching about 10 years ago, there are a lot of women who came in, they would take the basic class because they wanted to know how to handle a firearm. Um, I didn't see a ton of them taking the additional more advanced classes. And I'm noticing that a lot more now. Uh, A lot of women are taking the advanced classes because they want to carry, they want to carry confidently.
1: Right. Is it true, in your opinion, or what y'all see up there at the range, are ladies traditionally more accurate than men? Yep. Yep. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Especially this one sitting to my right. So women,
2: one of the things that I've noticed is men really just want to throw lead down range. Yeah, women shoot. worry about all of the details. They want to make sure they're standing correctly and holding the gun correctly and, and doing every, all of the small bits of pieces that add up to a great shot. So yeah, I have found that women are pretty darn
1: accurate. It makes sense. You know, I, I've shot with ladies before and it's, yeah, it's 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 a check on your ego when you when you get outshot by a lady. But I mean, it, it all it's all about listening and doing what you're what you're trained to do. And I'm like you, Will. I feel like I need to do more. It's gotten away from me the last couple of years, just the way things have been, business and everything's been busy. But I mean, I want to get down there and take some course. That's what's great. That leads me to the next question: what What sort of courses are we offering down there? That uh, other than basic safety courses?
2: So we do have the basic safety courses. We have a great holster class teaching you how to draw your firearm from a holster safely and effectively.
0: One that's really neat is a low light situation class, uh-huh. learning to actually, you know, draw the weapon and, and use a weapon mounted light, which is pretty neat because more than likely if it's in a self defense situation in the home, right you're probably gonna have a pistol light or a flashlight. Right. We offer a shotgun classes as well. That's actually been very popular.
1: Now what the shotgun classes, what does that entail?
0: It is a home,
2: home defense shotgun Like a home class. defense, so defense shotgun class. So how to use class. your your uh, shotgun to defend your home.
1: Okay. I, I don't know many places around that offer something like that. I mean, that's that's a great course to have because obviously that's one of the, the most popular home defense weapons is a shotgun.
2: It really is. That class was designed by a gentleman His name is Orlando. He does a lot of law enforcement and security team training, and mm-hmm. he developed uh, his shotgun class for civilian home defense.
1: As far as the shotgun training goes, or in any of the... Courses is, is, do you see a lot of people actually doing the firing line stuff? Is it hands on training or is this classroom or is this a combination of both?
2: It's a combination of both. Okay. Both classroom, you know, because you have to learn all the fundamentals and all the safety aspects first before yep. you go to the range. Yeah. And it's that way with all of our classes.
1: Now, do you see, I guess, the majority of people coming in, are they already gun owners or are they taking the class to try to figure out what it is they want? Does, does the course help them make that decision? or they already own something and they want to learn more how to use it?
2: A lot of them do have their own firearms and just need to know how to use them. We do have a good amount of people who need some guidance. We do private lessons to help them kind of try out a couple of different firearms to see what might work best for them. Okay. We have a, a non-shooting concealed carry permit class where we can let Folks who don't have their own firearm use a firearm. We work with those in the classroom. We use the snap caps. We practice loading, unloading, clearing the guns. So they get good hands on. So when they are looking for a firearm, they know what they're looking for. Can they manipulate the firearm safely and easily?
1: As far as the concealed carry class goes, I'm guessing that that stays booked up. That's it's our most
2: popular class. the
1: most popular class. I guess the new law in Virginia, I mean, every state has different restrictions in, as far as what their what their qualifications are on getting one. And even counties have different qualifications. Some counties just require you to have a hunting license or a hunter education. But recently, I think they've banned the, the qualifications of online courses in Virginia. Is that correct?
2: That is correct. Okay. Everything has to be, Your training has to be done in person.
1: In person training. Okay. Now... And just to, I guess, to let anybody else know that's a Virginia resident, it doesn't have to be a classroom training is, is technically all that's required. There's no there's no requirement of any hands on firearm training.
0: It's a big responsibility carrying a firearm, I think, is if you do decide to make that personal decision that you, you do need some kind of training with a, a professional, to be honest with you. So I'm glad Virginia did go that route.
1: I don't know if people quite understand how big of a responsibility it is. And that that's why I think education is the most important thing and getting the right sort of class. Maybe these online courses weren't really getting people that sort of education or giving them the realization that what they're getting ready to do, it's a huge discipline. It's a huge responsibility. What's a little bit of the curriculum that I guess you, you guys have in those courses? Let's just say the concealed carry course. Is it anything in particular that y'all stress or that y'all focus on or...
2: Well, The first thing we talk about in any of our classes is firearm safety. How are you safe with a firearm? The you know, three basic rules of firearm safety. We go over ammunition, how ammunition works, different types of ammunition, the applications for that. We talk about uh, semi-automatics and revolvers, how they function, the parts you need to know to be able to operate them successfully. And then we talk about the fundamentals of shooting. So how you hold the gun, stand with the gun, line up your sights, activate that trigger, which is the hardest part of shooting because you're moving something on the gun while trying not to let the gun move. And we work with the the guns in the classroom. One of the most important things I think we go over with the students is, you know, how to load the firearm, but most important, how to unload a semi-automatic firearm.
1: One of the most important lessons out there. I don't know if this is true or not but this is what i hear it's the it's the number one reason people are shot accidentally with a firearm is because of improper unloading is that you think that's correct yeah
2: i've seen three videos just in the past month of people trying to disassemble their firearms and shooting themselves or somebody else because the gun wasn't unloaded properly
1: yeah i mean that's where i think education is the most important thing when it comes to this stuff some people don't i guess take it as seriously as others but I always tell people, do yourself a favor, do your family members a favor. Everybody get trained on this stuff. It's vital if you're going to own any sort of firearm.
0: Unfortunately, you have some folks that just want that peace of mind knowing there's a gun available in the house. Right. But if you don't take step two after the purchase, actually getting trained and get familiar with your firearm, it's really no use to you at all. Right. And in fact, it could be turned and used against you if you don't have that training.
1: Right.
2: Exactly. Right. I think if there's a firearm in the home, every adult should know how to how to operate that firearm.
1: The other aspect of safety is keeping the firearm safe, too. That's obviously something that I think many businesses many gun businesses have had a difficult time keeping in stock. Gun safes, gun locks, gun cases, easy access safe cases. Um, you know, you got your discrete hidden walls and stuff that are out there now. If you want to decorate your living room, you can put a mantelpiece up there that can hold an AR-15. I've seen some crazy stuff, good-looking stuff, too. But do you guys incorporate that into the courses? Or
2: We do. We definitely talk about securing a firearm. Any firearm and ammunition should be secured in the home we talk about different ways you can secure a firearm, cable locks that you can use for it. But if you want to have quick, easy access to a loaded gun, biometric safe or something with a keypad or a card that you just swipe over that pops up and you can have a loaded gun in your hands in a matter of seconds, right. but also have it secured from anyone who shouldn't have a gun access to a firearm.
1: Yeah, the technology that's out there right now is, is incredible. Biometric stuff started, what, four or five years ago? And it was... I think a lot of people were a little skeptical at first, and it's okay to be that. It's okay to be skeptical of that, but it's, it's kind of like, well, I guess, when DVDs came out at first, they were real expensive, and everyone was kind of like, well, I'll just wait. And, you know, sure, the prices come down, all the technology's gotten better, but a lot of this stuff, a lot of the biometric safes, it's, it's more than one way to, to get into that safe, but they're very affordable now. Very nice, too. New gun owners, going back to that, I guess there's a certain comfort level people have and some people don't have, and that's maybe why people are maybe hesitant to take classes. What can you tell them that would maybe help encourage them to take courses? I think a lot of people deep down know they need to take a course, but maybe they make excuses for not going, but some of them are just, they just lack a a comfort level in taking a course. What would y'all say to people like that?
2: I'd say just do it. I will tell you, I have a lot of folks who are coming in and taking classes now who've said, I've been meaning to do this for 10 years and I've put it off and put it off and put it off. And now is finally the time. If they're worried about shooting a firearm for the first time and they don't feel ready to quite have that step, we can work with them in just the classroom. You know, they can take one of our non-shooting classes and then decide at that point if they want to move on and shoot the gun. But to take that step, I'll be honest with you, I'd, I'd probably say two out of every 250 students will decide that this is just not for them. Sure. And that's
0: okay. I think a lot of that starts at the gun counter too, Hunter, when uh, you have a new purchaser come up to you and you're selling that gun and qualifying them, you've got to realize too that this is new to them. So you know what? Their finger is probably automatically going to go to the trigger. Sure. And they may accidentally flag you. And that's okay because, you know, what year that we all started at the same place, the important thing is, I think, not to berate them, make them feel comfortable, show them the right way, educate them right then and there at the, at the counter without embarrassing them, and then that education can continue into the classroom.
1: Sure. Yeah. And, they, and they appreciate that. I've got friends of mine that they f- almost feel ashamed that they don't know anything about, about guns. And, I mean, it's okay. I've always told a lot of people, look, there's no such thing as a stupid question in a gun store. There's just no such thing because there's a lot of things that people just don't know, but they should know. And they're just afraid to ask it. They Mm -hmm. don't want to look stupid, but there's no such thing as a stupid question in in a a gun store, especially. And when it comes to the training, I think a lot of people have woke, you know, now that I need to do something different. Uh, I need either a new hobby or they've decided that they wanted to get something to defend their home with. And, and it has evolved into them shooting competitively now on a weekly basis. It's it's a great thing, I think. And I mean, I'm sure y'all are seeing that at the gun range because of the memberships have grown down there in just a year's time. It's, just, it's incredible what y'all have done down there so far.
0: You know, we all have something in common, no matter what our political affiliation is, our gender is, we want to protect our families.
1: Right.
2: And everybody starts somewhere. I didn't. I didn't even see a, a real gun in person until I was twenty six years old.
1: Like I said, there's. My, I've got friends that they just never thought they'd ever be or want to be involved with firearms. But you come to a point where you feel like you got to have one, and it's pretty bad that we live in a world that you have to have that. But it's better to have and not need than need and not have. You know,
0: and be competent with it.
1: Exactly. And That's another thing too. Is the training that's out there whether it's online or there's courses you can sign up for. And you can go to Vegas to, what's it called? Well, Front Sight. You know, there's courses like that. That are, that are just whole new levels of training. Yeah, that,
0: there's there's all kind of professional that are, that's what they do for a living. That offer not just beginner classes, but advanced classes. Gun Sight, there is a Front Sight as well. Um, Shrek McVee. Shrek McVee. yeah. talking about? Yeah. It's out there if you want it. But to begin it really just needs to start somewhere. Right. So obviously as a new gun owner you just don't want to go ahead and start jumping into some advanced course. You want to ease into it, but I believe it actually it becomes, you know, you can be a training junkie after a while, which is nothing wrong with that at right. all, you know, you're always sharpening your skills.
1: It's not cheap to do a lot of those courses, but I mean, like you said, some people just want to keep getting better and better at what they do. It's like golf. I tried golf for a little while. And I was horrible at it. I mean, horrible. Till finally, somebody kept saying, man, you got to take a lesson. You've just got to take a lesson. But of course, me being me, I just said, no, I don't need to take a lesson. Well, finally, I just took one lesson. And I was amazed at how much it improved my golfing skills. But it's the same thing with shooting. It's just more education driven and more discipline driven, if you ask me.
0: Now, I've noticed that the best trainers and educators out there are the ones that are training them as well. They're taking other classes with different trainers, getting different skills and different ways to sharpen the skill set and to pass that on to their students.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, you know, you mentioned before, Deborah, about loading and unloading. One of the most key things with handgun training and or actually any firearms at all. But I think what a lot of guys do here when they sell a firearm, they really push that snap cap taking that home and getting people to practice that. If you load and unload your firearm five, 10 times a night, you just do it every single night. It becomes so easy to you. It's just one of those little things you can do every day and practice every day and just become, it becomes second nature to you. Right?
2: Exactly. Exactly. You know, everyone can get back to the basics. Right. You know, I have a lot of folks who come to my class who have the experience, but they're there to support a new shooter. And they typically walk away saying, I really needed to be reminded of these safety steps of how to properly unload the firearm. You right. know, I find that a lot of seasoned shooters tend to get a little careless with the safety aspects of the firearm. Yeah,
1: I would agree with that. It's one of those things you could just take for granted, you know, and that's that's where accidents happen. And it's a horrible thing, but that's why it all starts with education and training. From a discipline standpoint, people say, well, what, what does that mean? As Shooting is a discipline. Can you all kind of help me out on that On as far as explaining that?
0: Well, I think as far as shooting disciplines, Hunter, it goes into different aspects of maybe like the competition discipline, training discipline, recreational discipline. And then underneath there's different segments, handgun, long gun. Under long gun will be shotgun, AR, right. modern sporting rifle, things of that nature. The most popular where we sit is handgun. And that under handgun would be semi-automatic. So going into recreational shooting with semi-auto into uh, personal protection.
1: What sort of hours are y'all keeping at the range down there now?
2: So we're open Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. We open at 10 a.m. We close at 7 p.m. during the week. Our last shooter goes to the range about an hour before we close. Okay. On weekends, Saturday and Sunday, we're open 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. The last shooter goes out to the range right around 6
1: Well, the courses, I know y'all are filling those up as fast as you probably can.
2: We do have some openings in some classes. March calendar was just released, working on getting that filled up. We have a class, at least one class on the calendar each day in the month of March.
1: So how many classes, roughly a month, do you think y'all are doing?
0: In March, we're doing 39.
2: And that's a wide range of disciplines. That's a firearm cleaning class. We've added a new, we have an introduction to the AR-15 class. We've added an intermediate AR-15 class, which adds some more advanced techniques, some more positions. And then we have a concealed carry revolver class. So a class specific
1: Oh, specific to revolvers. For, well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know that. That's very cool to new know. New on know the what? calendar for March. So the revolver being, I guess, a very popular carry pistol, Oh, sorry, carry revolver. Uh, carry gun itself. Very popular among women. Am I right?
2: Yes. Yes, very much so.
1: And for this guy. Oh, you, do you like a revolver too? Every day. Every day? Every day, yeah. Even if I'm
0: carrying a larger gun, there's a... There's always a revolver on you. carry revolver on me. Yes, sir.
1: I'm going to watch out for you, Will. It's <laughs> very <laughs> practical. It is. The fact that y'all are doing a course strictly for that, I think is great. So, does, do y'all get into shooting aspects of the revolver as part, part of this class? Just the classroom instructional or?
2: No, oh, it's classroom and range time. And
1: range time. Wow. Is this shooting double action revolver? Yeah. Ha- hammerless guns? It's going to be both. It's going to be both. Okay. So if you've ever shot a double
0: action snub nose revolver, it's oh, yeah. a little bit more difficult than a standard semi-auto pistol. A little yeah. bit different dynamic there. It'll it, humble you quickly. It,
1: it, yes, it does. It really does. But it's all about practice, right? It's all about training. Yes, sir. There's a certain way to do it. I used to carry a 642 for a little while, and you're right, man. It'll wake you up until you learn how to shoot it properly. Indeed. But So how many people per class are we talking about? Because I know you do one-on-one classes, right?
2: We do. We do I one-on-one those, classes.
1: I'm guessing those are extremely popular because people want – I wouldn't call them high maintenance people, but they just have a lot of questions or they, they're really getting into it. They probably choose a one-on-one course because they want to spend as much time with the instructor themselves. Is that correct?
2: They do. Really what we recommend is you take one of the basic classes first, the Pistol 101 or the basic CCP class. So you have that good foundation of the safety mm-hmm. and the skills, you know, how to hold a gun and how to function it. And that way, when we get to the range during a private lesson, we can concentrate
0: on the shooting skills.
1: Okay. So how many people a month, students a month, are y'all running through these courses? I mean, it's gotta be what, four or five hundred people?
0: Uh last January it was over four hundred people.
1: Four hundred people. Oh. That's way. It'd be nice if we could get more in there, but that's a lot. I don't a, know if we could to be that's, honest. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's a lot, man. Even with co, even with the vid restrictions, right? I mean right.
0: And you know, and that's pretty powerful because if you sit back and think about it, and I know Deborah has as a as a trainer that you know, you've got 400 people that have put their faith in you to train them to do the right thing, to, to be safe, to help protect their family. That's pretty powerful stuff when you think about
1: it. It is very powerful. That's, that's it's a great. lot of trust. Yep.
0: It
2: is. And, and it's the reason why we have so many classes on the calendar because, you know, we don't, we want to make sure each student gets the individual attention. So any class that has shooting involved is limited to eight students. All right. So we limit that to eight oh, you students. Still,
1: you're still able um, to put that many people mm-hmm. through there. Wow. And
2: then you're, you're, on, you're on the range. You have the instructor, a range safety officer. And sometimes we will have a second instructor there just to make sure everybody is working on the proper skills.
1: And, hey, you know, hopefully you'll get a membership out of the deal, too. That's the memberships are growing up there. You got what? You got three bays, eight lanes per bay, right? Yes, sir. I mean, it's a beautiful, beautiful gun range. I wish I could. Well, I'm actually going to meet you up there a little later on about something, but I wish I had more time to come up here and shoot. I know you give me you give me hell about it all the time, Will. But I,
0: I wish I had more time
1: to shoot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you would think we would shoot a lot more for being at a gun range
0: all day. Well,
1: you know, a lot of people <laughs> may day. think, "Oh, you got the dream job. You work at a gun range, but you don't get a chance to shoot a whole lot. You get to watch everybody else shoot."
0: Some days you just want to get away from the
1: noise. Right. Yeah.
0: But that's okay. You know, <laughs> best job I've ever had. So.
1: That's good. Well, hey, thank you all for being here today. This was thank a you. this well, was a g- great talk. Us. Um you taught me something. You know, some stuff I didn't know. I'm going to have to you know be like Will and k- start carrying a revolver and take that revolver course. So. Love to have you. Yeah. But thank you for being here. Lots of courses offered at Greentop Shooting Range. Membership's there. It's a wonderful place to go. They're open every day except Tuesdays. Go check it out, greentopshootingrange.com or visit our website, greentophuntfish.com. Thanks for tuning in for this episode. We'll see you in the outdoors. Thanks for listening to the Greentop Outdoors Podcast.
0: Hunting, fishing, and all things outdoors. It's not just a hobby, it's a lifestyle. Like and subscribe to the Green Top Outdoors Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, and learn more about Green Top at greentophuntfish.com.